Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Silver and Gold! Coming to the ring, from parts unknown, with a combined weight of 853 pounds, Pickaloaf and Josh Tom! We're back again. I'm the loaf, but not with me this week, Dr. Zom, in his stead. Uh, I didn't get what you wanted to be called on the show. We could call you Josh or something else. Josh is good. Josh is good. Uh, Josh um, is stepping in this week. Um, we're, we're, we're delaying the Cholet show another week. Uh, as uh, I'm prone to say, life gets in the way. Zom couldn't be with us. I really want him on that conversation. So... Instead, this week Josh is coming on. He's gonna he's gonna pull double duty and try to get back to us with the Cholet show next week. But this week, we're doing a little a little uh, yeah little quote unquote little Tamil flick. Uh, Anian, did I say that right? Close enough. Close enough. I don't speak the um, language either, so anything I'm saying is guessing. Okay, yeah. So um, it should be an interesting one. It was uh, I, I went in cold to this one very quickly. We decided last night. Uh, that we were going to fill in the gap, and um, I was able to find that one quickly. Yeah. Uh, Josh, how are you, sir? You want to let everybody know? You've not been on our show before, but uh, tell people what you do, what your thing is. Uh, yeah, I'm Josh. I write for twitchfilm.com. Um, it's kind of split duty. I do uh, sleazy home video stuff, uh, and I also do... Indian films of all kinds and languages. Um, right on. Probably better known for the latter. <laughs> so yeah, I, I uh, ever since the theater closed, um, I uh, bug Josh from time to time for a new Indian movie or or old Indian movie recommendations. So, because I'm out of the loop now, I don't I don't I don't get the uh, the word on the street anymore. I try to keep up. It's uh, it's it's getting tougher just because of the way my job and, and stuff is. But uh, right. I, I do my best. So yeah, the film this week that we will be discussing, uh, Anyan, uh, <laughs> Anyan, it's a um, I just found out directed by S. Shankar. Do, do we know what the S stands for? Sean McGon. Sean McGon. Sean McGon. Sean Magam Shankar also directed the Indran movie that I recommended to Zom last week. So I did not know that until about two minutes ago. Um, and I could see, I could see some, uh, some similarities in the, uh, insanity. So we'll, we'll get into that. But, uh, at the beginning of the show, we usually go over some stuff we've been watching this week, some, uh, quick recommendations or stay aways. Uh, Josh, I'll let you, uh, start with that if you'd like. Well, since we're 
we're we're doing an Indian film this week. I uh, I had the itch to watch a Hindi movie this week, which I don't usually because that's a very long itch to scratch. Uh, <laughs> this one was two hours and forty five minutes. Uh, it's called Koi <laughs> Milgaya. It's uh, India's first big budget science fiction movie. Uh, from oh, is that um, um, Shahrukh Khan in that? No, no, no. This is from two thousand three. No. This is uh, uh, Rithik Roshan. Uh, and pretty Zinta, uh, where Rithik Roshan plays a retard um, who is given special powers by a little blue alien. And it rips <laughs> off every movie from E.T. to The NeverEnding Story, and nice. it's fantastic. At least stupid. Is that on, is that on instant or anything? I think I've, I've come across that one somewhere before. I, I don't know. I have it on DVD because I have everything okay. on DVD. Um and uh, I want to, I wanted to watch something with my son, and this is it's like basically a kids movie. So mm-hmm. it, we watched it, and he really enjoyed it, and I thought it was just dumb as hell, but really entertaining. <laughs> and um, and then when my son was asleep, I managed to get some screeners of some new Severin home video releases, some Nazi exploitation films, uh, Gestapo's Last Orgy, and Deported Women of the SS Special Section. Uh, I have sort of short reviews up of those on Twitch, but they're nice. both highly recommended. Um, very sleazy, lots of sadism and lesbians and uh, a couple of bisexual uh, Nazi commandants and such. I'm pretty sure I've seen the first one. The, the second one I have not. Yeah. Deported women, the, the deported women of the SS special section is a tongue twister of a title. Uh, it's more of a serious leaning film mm-hmm. than Gestapo's last orgy, but it's still pretty sleazy. Um, nice. It's a little slower and a little darker, but still you get to see women shove uh, razor blade encrusted corks up their vaginas. So it all works out in the end. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. Um, and apart from that, we um, we're trying to catch up. I haven't seen the new X-Men movie yet. So, uh, my son hadn't seen X-Men First Class. We watched that at home, which I enjoyed. He just finished reading Percy Jackson and the Lightning Thieves. So we watched that at home. Um, just a lot of family-friendly stuff. How old is your son? He's nine. Man, I don't. there's no way I would have been able to sit through an, uh, a two-hour and 45-minute movie at nine years old. Uh, we took it in chunks. It was not, a, okay. it was not a, a, an all-day <laughs> thing. But, you know, he, he's been my kid whole life so he's getting kind of used to this whole thing nice so he knows he knows the deal but we do we cool. take breaks for lunch and stuff like that oh, okay yeah i i take breaks too when i watch those still and i'm mm-hmm. i'm uh i'll be I'm, it, I'm about 30 years older than that so. it's about one of those it's one of those wonderful things about indian movies that even though they are so long they give you a built-in break right in the middle a built-in break, and uh, if when I worked at the theater, I noticed a lot of the men took breaks during every song. So <laughs> that, <laughs> yeah. that was either pee run or beer run. Well, my favorite part is at the the local theaters uh, that I have. They uh, well, the local theater that I have is just Indian films. Um, oh, cool! Uh, they have three screens, and they just show Indian films. And so because, and it's also like a uh, they have little. Um, not like a convention center, but they have little halls where you can do like birthday parties and engagement mm-hmm. parties and weddings and shit like that. And they also, because of that, they have like a semi-real like Indian chat menu. So you can get samosas Ooh. or you can get Indian food. 
along Man, with. I used I used to stuff. love when we would we would get samosas to sell only on weekends, <laughs> and I loved it when um, by at the end of the day when the ones that wouldn't sell they don't really keep that well because they're fried. Uh-huh. Oh my god, I would take like eight home in a bag. It was beautiful. Yeah, it's it's that's one of my favorite parts. There's getting to eat real food, and you know I still pay movie theater prices, but I get real food out of it instead of you know yeah, yeah. Snickers bar. Which they also have that they apparently just bought from you know the gas station. It's <laughs> yeah. about fifty cents, you know. <laughs> uh, we might have pulled that trick too. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, our our in, our theater uh, was kind of split half and half. We showed indie art house type stuff, and then like we had six screens, um, and we were always showing at least one or two Indian films at a time. So yeah, there's the one the one that was closest that is closest to me plays all Hindi films. And then there's one that's kind of across town. It's about a 25 minute drive. That's uh, it's a Regal now. Uh, it was a Hollywood theater before, uh, but they have three screens that are full time Indian movies, and that's oh nice. That's where all the, the South Indian films go. So you must have a pretty big Indian population there. Yeah, it's it's yeah. one of the Texas in general has has a huge amount. There's there are more in Houston, but they don't they only have huh. one theater. But the Dallas area has just a massive amount. I mean, we. Yeah. When we went to see, when I saw Enthron in the theater on opening night, there were uh, four shows that oh, opening night, and they all sold out. Yeah, um, so that's how it was for us. It's 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 manic. I think I'm trying to remember that the first, it might have been that one. Enthron might have played my the first night I was I started my job as manager. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was we they actually the guys the. Uh, distributors is what we called them, but they're really just local guys that would just mm. buy prints oh, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but they would, uh, they begged us to play another one at midnight. Mm-hmm. Um, so we ended up playing another, another screen of it at midnight at, and, and that one almost sold out. Um, so it was like four, four screen or four, four showings that, yeah. And we, uh, we did all right that night. Yeah. <laughs> we were busy, but well, I was you know, about four in the morning. Being on the on the on the critical end of all this, uh, it's it's very strange because when you when you review normal Hollywood movies, they have advanced screenings. Or, you know, they all the press. I get these emails all the time. I can never go, but yeah. you know, they'll they'll set up a screening at some theater at like eleven o'clock in the morning, and you're supposed to go and have your review ready for the end of the week or whatever. But with Indian films, they don't do that. The, often, I'm sure you've experienced this. The prints don't come to the theater until the actual last minute or the hard drives. <laughs> yeah don't actually yep. show up until the very last minute. And so what usually happens is, well, at least the theaters around here is that they would, they'll start booking tickets like a week in advance yep. for the Friday, the Friday shows. And for the South Indian films, they will add a show on Thursday. So basically as soon as the hard drive shows up, they start selling tickets for that yeah, show on Thursday. We've cut it. We we had cut it close enough to where I mean we took many trips to the airport to pick mm-hmm. up prints, but we cut we would cut it close enough to where the second half of the film would be built as we were showing the first right. half. Yeah, and that's yeah. that's that's what they do very often. The, the most recent one is the new Rajnikanth movie, where they actually canceled it, canceled the release two weeks um, before it was supposed to come out. It was supposed to come out on the ninth of May, uh-huh. something like that, and uh, like they had started selling tickets and then they canceled it like later that day and pushed it back two weeks because some guy in India decided he wanted to charge too much for it. So it shut down the whole world. Oh no. And then, uh, it ended up 
coming in two weeks later as it was supposed to because they were saying it was technical issues like that whatever they didn't have a 3d prints or some shit it looked like crap i mean i i i wanted it to be fun and it just wasn't but there's there's all kinds of you know hands in those pots trying to make that yeah it's it was it's it's such a different you know we we deal with studios and stuff uh for the most part we 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 did i keep saying we deal this theater closed but um we uh we would deal with um you know studios stuff like that but then with these it was just local guys Mm -hmm. that we knew by name and you know they come say hi and everything so it's just guys that would buy prints and who knows where they found those and yeah yeah it's 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 a crazy business because i've tried to get you know Hey, I want to review this movie. Can you get me a seat? I know it's going to be hard to find. They're like, Oh, I don't, I don't know. And they, it, you know, it's, I don't have to go there early and, and, and getting a seat. And that what's great about the South Indian films specifically is that if it is sold out, I always get the seat I want because I don't like sitting way far in the back, but Indians uh, love it. They always sit like in the, the back, like few back rows. Road. They would always, uh, the owners would come in and say, I need you to hold these. Like we were, they would ask us to like tape off the back rows. Mm-hmm. Those are like VIP uh, seats for them. <laughs> so uh, cool. So anyway, well, um, I had a not very busy week. I did the I did the gentleman's guide this past week. Um, so uh, a few movies I watched were all related to that. I watched Special Silencers. We did a we did a Arizal. Uh, I, I was reading homage. about that. I haven't I haven't listened yet. It's it was fun. I haven't been on their show in a while. Um, Arizal passed away a couple weeks ago. Uh, a I guess well-known in certain circles, uh, Indonesian action, just balls-out action director. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did an early film of his, Special Silencers from 79, and we did American Hunter, a lethal hunter with uh, one of the Mitchum kids, Chris Mitchum uh, from 89. Uh, you can listen to the reviews there. Special Silencers, eh. American Hunter's a lot of fun. So, um, And then while I was waiting for, because we started really late, while I was kind of hanging out waiting, I watched... Rambu or The Intruder, um, which I had seen before. This is a Peter O'Brien Indonesian movie, not Arizal. Um, that one's pretty fun. Uh, you, you know, it's totally ripping off the Rambo look. I mean, he even does the red headband and the giant machine gun with the black pants. And so, yeah, it's 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 worth tracking down if you like those movies. Um, it's not on the same. It's not quite Stabilizer, but it. I think it might even have the same guy as Stabilizer. At least he dresses the same and has a gray beard. So the the Rainmaker guy. Um, we after we talked about Grand Budapest last week, I wanted to go back and watch Life Aquatic. So I did that. Still not my favorite Wes Anderson. Um, you know, you, I catch new things with his films every time I see them. But honestly, this is probably one I've seen less of any of them except for Bottle Rocket, which I've still only seen once. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Life Aquatic just never catches me the same way. It's, I'm not saying it's a bad film. It's just not my favorite. It's not a. It's not a keep watching it over and over like some of his other movies have been for me. Yeah, um, I've I've seen that one once. And in fact, I, because I'm a collector, I, I had the DVD. And I sold it off, thinking, you know, well, it's on Blu-ray now. I'll go get it. And I just haven't yeah. haven't replaced it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I love certain parts of it, and there's other parts where it kind of drags. Um, I like it better still than Moonrise Kingdom, which was okay, and um, Bottle Rocket. I still need to revisit because I haven't seen that probably since the '90s, literally. So yeah, um, I watched re- rewatched Gangs of New York, Scorsese, and I've been fiending to watch this for some reason. I haven't seen it in years, 
And I keep I kept putting it off and putting it off and finally sat down and watched it and it's still awesome. I still like it quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that time period and the how just dirty and disgusting everything is. It's just a cool movie to me. Um, couldn't decide if Cameron Diaz was hot or not in it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> some at sometimes I'm like, you know what? Oh wait, no, maybe not. So I don't know. Uh, but it, it, it's uh, it's worth it. it I think that might have been the first Scorsese film I didn't I saw back in the day that was not like gang related. Uh, well, that's funny that I say that. Not like Italian mafia, mob related. Mafia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> not gang related. Jesus Christ. Um, but uh, you know, it's it's a it's a buy for me, and this is this is one I've seen quite a few times, but I haven't seen it in a couple years, so time to revisit. And then I watched, uh, besides this for the show, I watched Yes, Madam. Um, oh, I so love I, Yes, Madam. Okay. I did not love Yes, Madam. Now, I loved about 25 minutes of Yes, Madam, but most of it seemed to be focused on these three criminals that were, uh, it was brutal. <laughs> I don't... <laughs> I was really looking forward to it, and like I don't know what I missed. I was like, "Am I watching the wrong movie?" I know I wasn't, but I don't know. I the 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 Hong Kong humor does not work for me. Sometimes I have to be in the right mood, and this was had a lot of it. Um, the fight scenes were pretty incredible, but I still like. So yes, madam, this I still like. What what in the line of duty, one, better which I've realized now completely unrelated. So this movie was, was called in the line of duty. Yes, madam. It was called in the line of duty Two. It was called in the line of duty Four, I think. Uh, <laughs> and it was called yes, madam and super cops and police assassins. Somehow it got released in the UK as police assassins and police assassins Two. Nice. So it, that was a confusing movie, and it, I think it might have actually even been made before Police Assassins. I mean, uh, Jesus, uh, in the line of duty one, which who knows? Uh, I, sh- I still like that other Michelle Yeoh movie better though. The first, the Royal Warriors, I think is the real name of that one. So I don't know. I I, I want to find more Rothrock in Hong Kong because I really liked what they did with her, mm-hmm. um, but I did not like the stuff with the bumbling criminals. And that one guy, he was in all the shot. He was in a lot of those. He was one of the Venom guys. What is his name? The guy with the baby face. Um, Not a clue. Uh, let's see if I can remember it. It is Dennis. Ch- no, I don't remember his name. But he had short hair. Anyway, um, I don't know. I won't be revisiting that one. Everybody seems to like it a lot, but it was it something missed for me. So. But that's all. That was it. I wa- that's all I watched. Well, a three-hour movie will put a damper on the evenings watching last night or this morning. So yeah, I did split this one up too. <laughs> I you know I started it last night and I fell asleep. Yep. No, yep. through no fault of the film. Um, but uh, I finished up this morning. Cool. Uh, let's take a little break here and we'll come back and talk some uh, talk some Tamil. We'll be right back. No one would have believed in the first years of the 21st century that Hammer films were being watched from an entertainment standpoint. 
No one could have dreamed that Amicus films were being scrutinized as someone with a microscope studies creatures that swarm and multiply in a drop of water. Few men even considered the possibility that this area of film still had anything to offer. And yet, across the gulf of space, minds immeasurably superior to our own regarded this podcast with envious eyes. And slowly and surely, they drew their plans against it. The Amicus Podcast. Hammer and Amicus, and every tenuous link in between. Amicus.com and iTunes. Cheers. Anyan, uh, directed by, I've already forgotten his first name, Shankar. <laughs> S. Just S. S. All right. Ol S did another movie that maybe we'll talk about someday, but today it's Anyan. Um, I don't know if I want to read the synopsis, because do you think, do you think Ambi's uh, plight is a spoiler? Um... Not really. I use it to describe the movie when I talk to people. Okay. Well, I'll read the I'll read the uh, read the synopsis then. Anyan is about oh boy, Raman Nujam, alias <laughs> or also known as Ambi, who suffers from multiple personality disorder. Ambi, a lawyer, Remo, a suave supermodel, and Anyan, a vigilante who wreaks havoc on people who cheat, loots, or conned. Ambi, well, really anybody. Cool. Um, Josh is going to take the lead here. Why don't you give a little primer, maybe why you chose this one? It was this it was between this and another one that I'd never heard of either. Um, yeah. Um, I don't remember what it was now. Started with an S. Oh, Simha. Simha. There you go. Simha's another good one. Um, uh, Anion, I chose because I've been meaning for several years actually to write about it. Oh, there um, you go. But this way, uh, it's much faster than writing about it. <laughs> this um, is why I do the podcast. Writing got just, old. I could just point people to this and say, "Just listen to this." And this is why you should watch it. Um, I, I enjoy writing writing about it, and uh, but I don't know why I just never got around to it. And this is a good yeah. opportunity for me to force myself to rewatch it, which I'm glad I did. There you go. So you've had this one. You've had this one. Uh, you, you. I guess you probably saw this when it was new. Uh, no, I, I don't go back that far, uh, okay, but okay. it was, uh, it's been probably 
four or five years since the first okay. time I saw it. It's it's eleven years old now. It's not a new movie. No, no. What is it? What year? Nine years old. Nine years old. So I saw it not too long after it was out, um, mainly because uh, the director Shankar had made a couple of other movies that I really enjoyed, and I just wanted to sort of you know dig my way back through cool. stuff. And this is where I've as far as I've gotten just these. Well, um, we can start going through it here. Um, so, uh, in case you're unfamiliar, we kind of we we know we touch on plot points, but we kind of mix in our thoughts of uh, acting moments, uh, color, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so we can just start plowing through um, the um, the film. Opens with. Uh, now I'm going to ask you this. It opens with a certain religious ceremony. All I catch is that it is in December, but I don't know what religion it is. Uh, you have all, all of all of the the ceremonies in, in here are Hindu. The thing oh, is that okay. if you if when you watch Hindi films a lot, you tend to see the same ones over and over again, like the same because there are so many goddamn gods. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. In Hinduism, that each family has their own like patron god. Know, so they choose that their family worships Ganesh or you know whoever it is. Sure. And uh, in the south, they're different, uh, typically different from in the north. So they celebrate different festivals all the time. So it's not one we might see in a Hindi film, but it's not one that you it would be unusual for a Tamil film. Okay. Not that I know what it yeah. is because I don't. Okay. The um, well, there's a there's a procession. Um, Ambi's eye gets caught by his uh, soon-to-be love interest, I guess. Well, we learned that it's been going on a while, yeah. and her name was, I, I, I couldn't pronounce her name. What was it again? Nandini. Nand, Nandini. Yes. And I think they put, I think they, with the subtitles, they spelled it with an H, but in the, uh, and I They like to throw extra letters in. Yeah. Um, so, the, um, Ambi is a lawyer, which we learn, he, um, but he's a very religious man, and Honestly, the what I was ca- what I was gathering at the beginning, he's kind of a nosy asshole too. Yeah, <laughs> like, he is. He is a he's a busybody. He's, yeah, he's all up in everybody's shit about every single thing they do that he <laughs> doesn't think is right or is against the law. And in India, that's got full time fucking job because those people. That's and I will. I I talk to Indian people all the time about their movies and culture and stuff, and none of them will dispute the fact that it's one of the most corrupt countries. In the world, like you can't get anything done without bribing four people. Ugh. So yeah. this guy who just wants you know everything to be cool and everyone to follow the rules. In fact, that's his nickname: is rules. Um, uh, he's he's constantly just up everyone's ass for every single thing they do. Rules, Rama um, Rama Nujam Rama Nujam. Your, your your guess is as good as mine on that one. Yeah. Um, now, I, now I was on his side when uh, he was on his way to work. He drives a scooter to work, and um, he kind of dresses like a Mormon. Uh, yeah, uh, just missing a backpack. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, he didn't have a tie either, which, uh, which I guess doesn't. I guess it would get covered up by his, because as a lawyer, he's wearing a black robe. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, he doesn't wear a tie. It's just a white, plain white shirt every day, and tucked into his black slacks. He rides a scooter to work, and he's having a pretty shitty morning. Um, after uh, he's probably heartbroken by seeing uh, Nandini for the 8,000th time and not being able to do anything about it, uh, he has to drive to work, and um, this dude just fucking spits on him. And I, I don't know what that guy... They, apparently, you're supposed to, like... 
spit when you pass a certain temple, maybe or something. It no, like what was, what happened was they were <laughs> they were chewing. They all chew too. Okay. Yeah. Um, and what happened was he had to spit. The dude had to spit, and he spit on on uh, on Ambi, and Ambi's like the fuck. And so the guy's like, oh, I couldn't spit that way. There was a temple over there. So he did oh, not, okay, he's okay, trying okay. not to spit on the temple. And in his mind, well, I don't think much was going through his mind. He just, Ambi just happened to be between, you know, whatever he was spitting. In right. The I was on his side there. I, I, ugh. and that dude, the, the spit that came out of his mouth, it was like he was a fountain man. There was so much, yeah. so much saliva on his face. It was disgusting. But um, then he gets into an argument with a dude that uh, is like, crossing the yellow line i mean come on now now he's just getting a little annoying um and then uh when the brakes on his scooter fail it's not his fault of course it's, he goes back and threatens to sue the whole uh company that made the brake cable for his scooter and right. yeah and then you know they also get a little early court case where he is um basically a guy I didn't quite catch exactly what the argument was, but there's a he's he's trying to get after a guy for charging too much rent. Yeah, yeah, charging too much rent. But the guy was maybe doing that in order to house more people than would be allowed, or perhaps. Well, what what the explanation was, and you saw the the screenshots I threw up there. The subtitles yeah. of this movie are fucking ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. um, and so what was happening there was that the guy was charging. He was saying he was charging you know three times what the market value was for this poor old lady's house. They they spend three quarters of their income on rent, and the judge was like, "All right, cool, prove it." And you know all he had was this handmade out receipt from the uh, from the owner without any numbers on it. He's like, "All right, well, case dismissed," and he got all pissed about that. All right. Yeah, and then I mean, it, really, at this point, you start to realize that everybody in this film so far is kind of an asshole. Mm-hmm. Um, his parents are kind of dismissive. He lives with his parents still, which I was a little confused at first because the woman that plays his mother and he, he looks older than I think he's supposed to be playing. And she looks younger than what I think she's supposed to be playing. Both, and at first I was like, both is that it? yeah. And I thought that was maybe his wife for a second. And then I was like, wait, is he like making eyes at some other chick and he's married at home? And then, um, but, uh, you do, you know, I caught on quick that it was his, it was his mom and um he you know he lives with his parents they are also um the uh i guess the same level of religiousness that he is um and that he is a we learn later on he's a he he's an expert in uh sanskrit reads the old ancient texts and yeah. and stuff like that which plays into the 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 theme of the movie too yeah well on the on the on the morning on this shitty morning he did get a he gets a chain letter um, I don't know if they said where the chain letter came from, but it basically says that, you know, Anyan is this God that's going to, you know, punish evil people, blah, 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 blah. You have to, you have to forward it to 15 people or you, something bad's going to happen to you. Right. And he's, 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 uh, he's, I guess, superstitious enough, uh, sorry, that, um, he, you know, goes ahead and he I, I, he doesn't even he doesn't seem to be taking it very seriously but still decides he needs to forward all 15 and that's really the kind of the last you hear about the actual chain letter itself you, i guess you see it later but for the most part that's the end of that so you i mean 
you get hints that maybe the word is spreading, but you don't really see anybody else dealing with a chain letter at any point. Right. Um, so, uh, after his horrible day and, oh, and then there's a, you know, later in the day, <laughs> it is the worst day because ever. Yeah. <laughs> he gets spit on. He, uh, gets in an argument, uh, almost gets run off the road, is in an accident because of his brakes. Um, <laughs> Loses loses his court case, gets laughed, gets you know dismissed entirely, and then comes across an old man who is dying because he's fallen and hit his head on a stone step, and then no one will no one will stop. So he's got blood all over his clothes. He carries this guy by himself to the hospital, and then gets blamed for this guy dying. Yeah, uh, thought, that was awesome. Oh my god, what's wrong with you? If you got here thirty minutes ago, you could have saved his life. What's well, meanwhile, meanwhile the the. <laughs> he's trying to get people to stop or call an ambulance. He stops this guy who's this like brand new white minivan or full size yeah, yeah. van. And the guy's, he's trying to get him like, let's get this guy to the hospital. He's like, no, it's a new van. You're not putting that bloody body in here. I saw that coming because as soon as that white car stopped, I'm like, Oh, they're going with the white here. There have to be. Cause he's already, he's already covered in blood from holding the guy on the ground. The bitch is um, though, that if you if you look at the movie and you watch it, all of the seats in the van are covered in plastic still. That's how new this van is. So it wouldn't have even <laughs> fucked anything up. No, the guy was just an ass. Uh, he did. He did. Uh, he outsmarted Ambi pretty well, though. Yes. Because he's like, okay, okay, fine. Let's go get him. And then Ambi just gets out of the car. He's like, okay, okay. And then you just hear him peeling off. He's mm-hmm. gone. Fucking <laughs> um, idiots, man. So this is, uh, this is, and I think you posted this today, too. This is about 30... Now this this is a little this movie's a little over three hours. Um, they 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 take their time with Indian cinema. They really set up this zombie character for a while. And we're probably about thirty minutes or so into the movie, and all of a sudden, it takes this turn that I I like I said I did not read anything about this. Good. Uh, I went into this cold, so I had no idea. The only thing was is when I was checking the file. Uh, that I saw some ice break and roll across the floor, and I was like, "What the hell is that?" <laughs> and that's the only that's the only <laughs> the only thing I saw with this. So, thirty minutes in, um, it takes this crazy turn. Um, Ambi, after his horrible day, decides he's going to read through this chain letter again, and he remembers this website, the Anyan God www.anyan.com. Do you, is this a real website, by the way? Have you ever gone? You know, to I have not. I'm in front of my computer right now. Um, actually, but at the end of the film, in the credits, like the very last credit says www.anyan.com. So no, it is not. It is oh, not a real site. Click here to buy for your website name, dude. Somebody should totally recreate this website. It is one of the. <laughs> it's an intense okay. website. It is. It is. You log onto this website and you are treated with. And somehow, apparently, he has dial-up, and somehow he can load all of these 3D graphics instantaneously. Yeah. And I don't know if he has a seizure, if he's like loses track of time, but he gets these like these tunneling visions of hell mm-hmm. with people suffering, the Grim Reaper riding a skeletal horse, I think, uh, just some crazy shit. And I love the um, the Tamil alphabet. It looks mm-hmm. so cool. Um, and it it works really well for this website. I mean, it, it is like if you could think about like a low budget, like like a satanic metal band. This mm-hmm. is the, a lot of the stuff on this website look like oh, totally. looks like it'd be from their album cover. Totally, <laughs> it, it's pretty cheap. Now, I mean, you gotta you gotta uh, 
you got to set some things aside when you see these sorts of movies. You're you're not going to go in and see uh, Godzilla or Avengers type special effects no. pretty much ever. But the thing is um, that um, Shankar's one of uh, two, really, the two like main uh, filmmakers in India that's pushing for this stuff, pushing for you know better special effects, more visual effects. I mean, if you look at this, and then you know two movies later he did Robot. Yeah. He's way ahead of the curve. Him and um, uh, and feel bad now. Oh, Rajmouli, uh, who did Iga, those two guys okay. are both like way ahead of the curve. Like they're pushing stuff way beyond what anybody else is willing to do. And so, yeah. I mean, it looks like a shitty video game cutscene. They all do, but you know, it's they're they're about they're about fifteen years behind. I mean, maybe yeah. maybe. Yeah, maybe about 20 years behind. Like, we have so better lot- commercials of polar bears drinking Coke than they have <laughs> entire movies. <laughs> they haven't gotten the hair down yet. No. Uh, speaking of hair, um, so we, um, on this website, uh, it, it asks you to ask you to type in um, your, uh, I guess, your grievance and, like, w- what's going wrong, who did what, that sort of thing. And... Um, they never really explain whether the website's a gimmick or not. I, 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 that's why I was curious if the, if saying he had multiple personality was a, a spoiler or not. Um, but apparently in India, when you have multiple personality disorder, you also are able to either attract women like never before or be super powered <laughs> and fight. And many, you're many able guys to instantaneously change your hairstyle. Which is one of my can, favorite parts. Dude goes from perfectly straight to kinky curly to then wavy and bleached all all in the mere seconds. It's, so, it's amazing. Um, but um, when he goes on this website, basically he's feeling super horrible. He feels like he is kind of responsible for this old man dying. That's really the the whole the crux of his day. And he um, you know puts it in on the website. He's bathing himself in a you know kind of a where he feels dirty kind of way. <laughs> yeah. Know? Like he feels like it's his fault. But um, I love when he's going on the website and it crash zooms every freaking keystroke he makes, That's which amazing. is pretty amazing. Yes. Um, and it, it, it's just fun. And then you get the appearance of Anyan. And Anyan goes in, uh, this, this poor guy, Not I guess he's not so poor, but uh, the guy in the white truck who with the white seats and the all white clothing uh, <laughs> I don't know if he was just driving out in the boonies or if that was where he lived, but um, I think uh, I think the impression you were supposed to get was that he because when it zooms in on the car because yeah. uh, it it's in like some back street somewhere. I think he drove him out there. Like it seemed like he was already pretty well you know beaten up by the time he got to where they're out in the country. Oh, okay, okay. Um, but um, this is kind of how the movie goes for a while. You get um, this crazy first-person shot. Whenever Anyan makes his appearance, somebody has just basically taken a cheap wig and dangled it in front of the camera, <laughs> like like mounted it on top of the like the frame, the lens, and so it just <laughs> you're getting sort of dangles there in front the the Anyan view. Yes, the Anyan view, Anyan's and. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's just this like gross, greasy looking uh, hair that's like dangles in front of the camera when you see him. And um, I didn't realize it was the same actor at first. Now, 
the actor's name, uh, Chian Vikram. Yes. And he, is he pretty? Is he pretty big in the in the Tamil film industry? Yes, no? he is a big okay. shot. Uh, his his name name is Vikram. That's his act. Chian is the name of the character in his first big movie, and okay. so they do that a lot. That's like okay. how you get to know who someone is. Um, but he's been in a lot of really great, insane stuff. Um, he was in a movie uh, a couple of years ago that I didn't get a chance to see, but I saw the trailer, and that's all I needed to see, called Deva Teramagal, which is uh, it's like a, a Tamil ripoff of I Am Sam. No. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And there's like dinosaurs and giant snakes, and nice. uh, it's pretty amazing uh, looking. I don't know. I haven't seen it yet. Um, and he was in Kandaswamy, uh, uh, I think it was 2009. Mm-hmm. Uh, he plays a, a do-gooder who acts as a sh- chicken-themed superhero, um, <laughs> which is as amazing as it sounds. And he's in drag for that one uh, a little bit, so that's good. Nice. And he's in another one coming up called I, that has uh, is being directed by Shankar as well. So I'm looking forward to that. Cool. He, Actually, my, um, my biggest, the the worst reaction I ever got from a review I I wrote was uh, his film Thundavam, which is on Netflix. Mm-hmm. When I reviewed that, when it came out, uh, I called it boring crap, and I got uh-oh. death threats from like all over the world because wow. it, just, people just hated me. For, so Vikram, Vikram's pretty popular then, huh? Yeah. So that was that was pretty awesome. Um, now he, um, I didn't realize at first that this uh, new character was also him. And uh, by the time the film is over, you also see he's playing a third, and he's uh, he's pretty good. Uh, he's got he's got some nice. Now this is not. And ironically, it is opened up. It's like Oscar Films Incorporated or something. And but this is not Oscar material movie by any means. He's not, you know, in certain certain areas he might be a, an award winning actor. But this type of thing, no. But he 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 does. A, he's very entertaining. Yes. Um, he plays this kind of uh, uptight um, business type, you know, comedic role. He plays the serious, like, well, the the horrific Anyan. And this this movie has, and as we've said before, it, uh, you know, Indian films like to branch genres. Um, so this is what a, this is a romance comedy action horror film. It's, um, yeah, it's, 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 <laughs> it's like Falling Down and Seven, like, all smushed together in this romantic musical comedy. Um, right. Uh, so and um and it, but but the three characters he plays are all very different. Um and there's some really cool parts where he's you know acting with himself, which I thought uh, yeah, which we'll get to too also. So um, but yeah, I love the fact that this just takes such a. I mean, it's a it's a 180 almost. You know, I I I, I didn't know what was going. I mean, I didn't know what was in store by the beginning of this movie because they set him up to be so kind of nerdy and stuff. And then all of a sudden you got this guy with the, the hairy cam and, uh, he, I, I don't want to spoil how he kills anybody. Um, but yes, he actually, he actually is murdering people. Yes. Um, in pretty fantastic ways. There's no one way 
outside of maybe some fights with goons that he uh, murders anybody because it's all pretty all pretty unique, and I really like the 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 twist they take with that and um, kind of. Uh, the, I guess the explanation, the backstory of what they are. I don't know if that's legit or not. Um, not a clue. That's a real, I yeah, I, I'm not sure, but um, so it you, made me you think. Have you ever seen the the Japanese film Jigoku? Uh, maybe. What is there? I don't know. Maybe. Well, there, there's a there's a Japanese film called Jigoku where a bunch of guys go to a bar and they get end up getting drunk and dying and they're all assholes and they end up going to hell and you go through like the Japanese hells and all the different shit that happens. No, I know that. I know that. I, th- I think it was remade too. I have it. I've never seen it, but it, it reminded me of that. Like, and that's, that's where the, the comparison that I give for, uh, with seven comes from is that it's right. Right. Seven ish in that way. And, um, yeah. And then this, this Anion character is punishing certain people for, you know, sins against, fellow Indians. And this, this ends up getting a, having a very, I don't know if this is a common theme or not, but a very kind of, I don't know if it's, I don't know if nationalistic or patriotic were though. I don't know which word would be the right one to use. It's, um, it's a patriotic movie. A lot of the South Indian films are that way. Okay. Um, Just kind of a call to arms saying, you know, Hey India, wake up, you know, this, you know, yeah. we need it, to stop being this and this, and we need to do this because there's no excuse for, you know, I think they say Singapore and Japan, you know, yeah. they, they, they turn themselves around so quickly in the last 50 years and we're still way down here and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And that's one of the things, the other film that I, that I, we were considering Simha is very much the same way. Okay. And it's, it's okay. not Bollywood tries so hard to appeal to like urban upwardly mobile sort of, you know, generation X generation Y Indian, uh, 20-somethings and 30-somethings. It tries to be more like Hollywood. Uh, right. So they still have the the songs and dances, and it's still a bit melodramatic and whatever, but they're still more grounded. Uh, in the South Indian films, they become much more like extravagant, and, um, and the Tamil and Telugu films especially have this sort of... Their movie heroes are like real heroes. Like they're the one person that stands up when everyone else is just being complete fuckwit. <laughs> and, uh, and and they they take they take that part very seriously, and then they all walk out of the theaters and spit on the street. But you know, it's 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 a place where they can feel like you know there's somebody looking after. And uh, the the, uh, the filmmaker's next film, Sivaji, is almost identical, except there's not there's less murder, uh, but it's oh. also deals a lot with corruption and and, and stuff like that. And it's a very common. Well, um, the, uh, the, the second appearance of Anyan is set up with a, a train trip and they're, they're, uh, Ambi and his parents and, uh, um, I forgot her name again, Nandini and her family are all traveling together and his buddy, do you remember what was his, what was his friend's name? Was it, was it pra, Prabark? Was that his? It was, uh, oh God, I just had it too. Chari, Chari, what is it? Chari, Chari Singari, is that his friend's name? So where, where um, Ambi is a lawyer, he's he's his best friend is a um, he's a little conniving, but he, I think he's a cop, right? Yeah, he's a he's an undercover uh, cop. And um, I really like his like the 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 inspector that, and I I would get those two confused if I wasn't paying more attention. But there's like there's an inspector. 
the uh, the main guy yeah. when you're introduced to him. And I like his his approach because he's you can tell he's high up. Mm-hmm. Everybody salutes him, but he asks him not to. And he's not wearing a uniform ever. He's always wearing these like well, he ends up being better dressed by the end. Right. But he's 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 always wearing these dirty t shirts. He looks like kind of like he's like maybe just come off the f- off the fields. He might have just been farming somewhere. Yeah. Um, you know, dirt on his clothes, but. He's got a he's got a a cool way of approaching everything. Um, I, in particular, in the first murder, I like the way he kind of was. Uh, I wish they kind of. I wish they showed the murders. They, they yeah. cut away from that. That's I, I was, that's one, I was of really the, uh, one of the curious. One of the you know casualties of the Indian censor board. I'm sure. <laughs> I was really curious to see when they opened the car door and they're like, "Oh my god!" You know, he looks like mashed potatoes. I'm like, oh, they got to show it. <laughs> Well, oh, the, yeah. the, the, the inspector there is uh, Prakash Raj, who is one of my favorite Indian actors, and okay. one of the very few that uh, does movies in pretty much every language. So I see him a lot in Telugu films. He's cool. in a lot of Tamil films. He's in a lot of Hindi films. He was the, the main bad guy in Singham. He was the main bad guy in Dabang 2. Uh, um, I just watched Singham, and I did not like it very much. Um, eh, I'm uh, The Tamil version of it, I really like. The Hindi okay. version of it, I have a little bit less fondness for. I yeah, the fight scenes were a lot of fun in Singham, and I talked about this on the show last week. The, the fight scenes were fun, but man, some of the stuff between Singham and his lady friend were just brutal. Yeah, like, the the very first where he, he like he meets her and and then she's doing something and he just slaps the shit out of her, and that's when she <laughs> that's when she decides that she's in love, and that just was like ooh, so regressive. It made me want to strangle somebody. You know, that's it. the um, yeah, that one. I, I'd be curious to see. I, I guess in the Tamil movie was the Tamil version was probably the the original. Yeah. OK. I, with these uh, with Indian films in general, you're like a, like we were saying, you're usually going to have romance mixed in there somewhere. How it's handled really makes a difference for me. Um, you know, it's it's usually a very, very traditional approach they they never show well i think maybe like one or once or twice i've ever seen kissing on screen even yeah well um, it's becoming it's, more common but it's still still sort of there's right. there are certain actresses that just won't do it so but the um when it's handled right i don't know it's 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 a it's a that one's a fine line because what they what they usually fall prey to it seems is getting too and the, and I, it goes back to my issues with Hong Kong movies too. They get too like slapsticky, I guess, with some of the romance angles. And that was my deal with Singham is that you know they 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 sell him as this badass most of the time, but then when they show him with her, he, he like he even gets goofy, and it's just not. It kind of loses it a little bit. Well, that's the thing. Him, uh, AJ Devgan, the the actor there, and um, him and Salman Khan both they they're they're cast in these roles where they're supposed to be like basically super cops or you know some sort of right you know, Indian CIA, right? That was on my end. Uh, so <laughs> what, what happens is, is they cast these guys to be superheroes and lovers at the same time. But with, with movies like that, they're just so ridiculously buffed that they can't, there's no way that you can look coy and have that much muscle on you. Yeah. And, uh, and they, well, I think that's where they do. They do well in this one. Yeah. Um, because one, because he can, he's playing three people at once and the, the goofy stuff is a completely different character essentially. Yeah. But, and, and Vikram's built, I mean, the, you see him with a shirt off a couple of times and he's a pretty big dude, but they, they hide it well when he is doing his lawyer bit. Yeah. 
Um, he wears very loose clothing and stuff like that. So he doesn't look like this like monster all the time. Um, but, um, so yeah, well, I guess we'll get, uh, let's see. We talked about that. We talked, okay. The, the, the second murder was when, after the train ride and that's when, um, Ambi and Nandani are still, uh, they're still at odds and there's some bad food on the train which leads to the second murder. And that one was pretty brutal. I liked that one a lot. Yeah. Uh, the, I don't know what that stuff was. He was smearing on him, but it looked disgusting. And, um, it was pretty cool though. Yeah. That, say it's, it's a kitchen visit. Yes. It was, it was, that was, that was a pretty cool. One. I liked that one as well. And again, I wish they showed the, uh, aftermath, the actual yeah aftermath. And that's when, that's when we, we get the, a more personal tie with the chief inspector. Um, but this is also at the same time that we get the introduction of Remo and it's kind of out of nowhere, uh, <laughs> but, uh, I guess they're back home. They don't show the trip back home and, uh, Nandani is getting, being now wooed. She's got flowers in her bedroom and random bird cages all of a sudden, one of which actually spells the word Remo and, awesome. uh, Remo, this guy Remo calls her on the phone and tells her she needs to come to this club the next night where he's performing. I don't know. I don't know. Actually, I don't remember if he said he was performing, but he does perform. Um, the um, <laughs> Remo is, is pretty much a douchebag. <laughs> he, he is a huge douchebag. Oh my god, he's got he's got bleach blonde hair. Now this again, just a reminder: this is the same actor. This is uh, this is Vikram. This is Ambi. This is. Uh, this is Anion, but uh, this time he's got bigger curls in his hair, um, which are, he's got highlights and, uh, you know, he wears, well, to give you an idea in his, in his song, which I did not like the song very much. It was funny. The songs are kind of hit or miss in this. Yeah. Uh, there were, there were two really good ones I thought, and both of them were more traditional. They take place outdoors and like the, um, Fields full the flowers. First, the, the, yeah, the first the first song was okay. The one that happens later with the multicolored buses, like the buses with the happy faces, I thought, I, that yeah. song was pretty good. I like that. Um, this song, not this is this is a very moderny saying, like uh, kind of pop song, disco. But too. yeah, what was what was funny about it though was all the costume changes that Remo somehow seems to do in the middle of a song. Uh-huh. <laughs> He not only changes clothes, he also has cornrows at one point. Yeah, it's amazing. And the thing is that like a lot of times when they do the they do the costume change bit a whole lot. And usually they do it during one of those romantic sequences like you were talking about where they're outside with the buses or the field full of flowers yeah. or that shit where it's it's a fantasy like you're pulling away from the story. And this one is supposed to be concurrent with the story. Like yeah, the woman's there watching him. And he still manages to change complete outfits and hairstyles and get his cornrows did and undid. <laughs> in the course of this, whatever whatever it is, six minutes. Um, and the song's called Kadal Yanai, which means love genius, which oh, is God. fantastic. <laughs> um, he has he has these horrible lines like, hey, Nandi, come on, babe. <laughs> you know, girls are so tiresome. Um, he, man, so this is, this is Ambi's third personality in this it's more obvious that this who it is is who it is at this point i mean it's the same actor um just without the conservative clothing but he kind of comes out of nowhere you don't really know exactly why or where and and oh 
and I didn't mention earlier when I was saying that he, you know, he's either a douchebag or he's super powered. This guy is can um, make you, you know, change the lunar cycle and <laughs> cast magic tricks. Apparently, yes. Um, but hey, whatever. Maybe it's all in his head. Maybe, uh, maybe none of that was there. Um. So right before, right before intermission, uh, we have uh, our first true fight scene. Um, and uh, true to at least Southern Indian fighting, which I guess in, in Singham, which was borrowed from Southern Indian, man, they love the wires. I they gotta say, love the wires. And another thing, uh, another thing this film shares with with Robot is not just the director, but also the action director, okay, uh, Peter Hine, who's like he's done a bajillion movies in India. But that's one of the things that he's he's famous for is he did that film. He did Entheron. He he did. Um, he's done a lot. One of the ones that the movie wasn't very good, but the action was pretty decent. Was a film he did called uh, The Seventh Sense, which is another Tamil movie uh-huh. that had the uh, an actor named Surya, but also had Johnny Tree Nguyen from The Protector and The Rebel, uh, big Vietnamese action uh, martial artist. Cool. And, uh, so <clears throat> it's he's a really he has a very particular style, and that's it. It's like he, the he loves the um, he loves the uh, group gathering around the one person, only to have the group then fly off in all directions. Yeah, they did the Matrix bullet time uh, <laughs> yeah. shot quite a bit. It was like awesome. The, the final what do they what do they call that? The Burly Brawl from Matrix Reloaded, or I right. forget which one. Where he just Neo just takes on all of those uh, Agent Smiths. And they're all just yep, like yep. flying off in slow motion. They do that a lot. And it happened in Robot too, with all the with yeah. robot fighting all the duplicate robots and yeah, yeah. Um, but the 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 fight that happens before um, Ambi first, he he a repercussion of him being such a stickler for the rules, um, and you know, hearkening back to your saying everything is kind of corrupt. He gets jumped by a bunch of goons hired by the company he's suing for the break cable, mm-hmm. and I don't think I've ever seen a guy get put in a punching bag before. That was pretty fucked up. That was, yeah. <laughs> that reminds me of, uh, of Jason X where Jason takes the two, the, the girls and puts them in the sleeping bag and just beats them up against the tree. Yeah. 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 It's kind of, the, um, the, um, but I love, I love these particularly South Indian fight scenes because they're just, they're always, they're always wild like this or even just action scenes in general. There's one, I think it might've been a Telugu film. You might know what it is. We all loved this part, and we would go and watch this one part. I didn't watch any rest of the movie, but there's a scene where they're playing basketball. And I'm pretty sure it's indoors, and it's just pouring rain, and the dunks and stuff they're doing are just like absurd. I mean, it's obvious they're just lifted up in the air by a, a harness, and and we would we loved. I don't know remember the name of the movie at all, but man, we would go in every time with this basketball scene was <laughs> watch it. Nice, it was amazing. Um. But uh, I guess, and that brings us to the intermission. This the the fight with uh, uh, um, Anion has the big fight there, and that's when you fir- that's when you, I guess the where you see Ambi and Anion are actually the same person, and his hair changes instantaneously. You see him in the same place at the same time. So, um, I guess we could take a little break. We'll we'll give we'll give the listeners an intermission, if you will. Yes. Um, second half probably won't be as long. It's more action based. So we'll have some funny stuff to mention, but the, it really amps up. So uh, let's take a break and, uh, we'll finish off the second intermission right after this. 
Hi, this is famous Hollywood producer, Robert Evans. You know, I've made a lot of powerful enemies during my time in Hollywood. Like the time I pushed Steve McQueen in front of a moving car on the set of The Getaway because he was macking on my lady, Allie McGraw. But I've made one great friend, a boffo friend, if you will, since I retired. It's called Show Show, and it's the best fucking movie podcast ever. It's even better than cocaine, which I would know a lot about. Visit Show Show at showshow.podomatic.com or search Show Show, all one word, in the iTunes store. talk a little more here because uh, my jowl's getting tired um so yeah we'll dive right back in and my first note is probably good you're taking over because my first note is don't know if i and then i stopped i didn't finish it so <laughs> no idea what that was going to be uh well you know the second half deals more with figuring out the hell's going on uh, <laughs> yeah. because at this point no one has managed to put together. It's like, you know, Clark Kent taking off his glasses. No one has figured out this is all the same guy. Um, yeah, and especially uh, Nandini, who has known him since he was a teenager, still <laughs> doesn't realize that Remo and this guy might look might might look a little bit alike. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and and you know, Nandini has has shunned uh, zombies romantic uh motions toward her because he's a nerd basically uh <laughs> yeah. she's she's like he he writes a love letter to to her and gives it to her parents which and i guess is le- the equivalent and it's a legal of, contract yeah yeah which is a, like the the equivalent of asking for you know your girlfriend's dad's hand or whatever you know that kind of thing. yeah 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 and and so he hands it over to her and it's got his resume on it um it's got <laughs> It's got his chest size expanded and non-expanded. <laughs> that was awesome. Forty inches and forty-four expanded. Yeah, and and uh, uh. <laughs> she she rejects him because what the fuck? And but then he you know he he shows up just at random times uh, when she's in in her bedroom. He rips the ceiling off, uh, you know. <laughs> Because he wanted the stars and moon to be jealous of her, which is a good line, I have to admit. And if you can make the actual moon disappear and the stars all shoot away at the same time, you're probably getting laid. Yeah. Um, oh, and, and he can make roses wilt over the phone. It's pretty amazing. Pretty awesome. <laughs> um, and, but then after a little while, she finally realizes that, wait a second, who the fuck are you? You seem really sleazy. <laughs> it only took a little while. <laughs> yeah, and so he shows up at a bus station where she's trying to go to school. And he's like, "Hey, let's go yo-yo." 
which <laughs> is go. a euphemism I had not heard before. Um, Let's go someplace and do the yo-yo, man. Do the yo-yo. And she's like, you're kind of a douche. I really don't <laughs> think that I want to do the yo-yo with you. At which point he proceeds to frogger his way back across two rows of freeway. <laughs> Backwards, yes. Backwards, yes. Um, causing, I'm sure, numerous accidents that are not on screen. Um, and she decides uh, then that she loves him. It's a very strange place. In India. <laughs> yeah, man, India is so weird. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel sorry for the person that learns only from Indian uh, Indian culture. It just comes only from movies. Yeah, that's pretty much me. That's I expect. Yeah, me too. I expect so much when I show up there finally one day. Uh, <laughs> inevitably, um, but uh, yeah. So then she finally decides that he's he's kosher because he did die. Um, yeah. In his you know backward uh, ramp walk, he is ramp walk Remo. Took me a while to get the, the pronunciation of that out because I kept saying it over and over again. It sounded like Rambok. Rambok, oh, Remo. Remo. I'm not saying Remo the whole time. Remo. But it's it's ramp walk Remo. Ramp walk Remo. Like a, like, oh, ramp walk. Like he's walking on the eye. Like the a model. Yes. Yeah, yeah, Took yeah. me a second to get to that. Um, so she decides that she's in love with him. <laughs> and then she well, he's, got a, he's go got a motorcycle. That's pretty cool, right? Yes. And, and they decide to skip school together, and she does agree to go do the OVO with him. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Speaking of motorcycles, I've been. I need to go. I need to watch Doom Two. Doom Two is, I think, it's my personal favorite of the Dooms. Is did you see Doom Three? I did see Doom Three. Okay, I was. I had high hopes for that one, but so that disappoints me. <laughs> it's 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 okay. I think Doom Two is is less self aware, and so it okay. it works a little better. Okay. Anyway, back to back to Remo Remo uh, Ramp Walk. Yes. Um. And so at, at some point here, uh, she decides that she's going to marry him, but her parents, you know, are his family friends with, with Ambie's family and they have to go, what they're going to do is her parents go to Ambie because he's an attorney to go set up a property purchase to offer his dowry to this new family. That's, that's what they're doing. Right. And so, uh, Ambi, being you know the good boy that he is, finds out that she's in love and just wants her to be happy, and takes her down to the property office or whatever to you know to get the deal done. And there, he's like, okay, well, you got to do this, you got to pay for this tax, you got to pay for this certification, blah blah. And he's lining up all of the different you know amounts they have to pay in order to make this legal, and she does not like that and she basically calls him nerd again and just says that she's gonna <laughs> she's gonna you know bribe somebody and get it done get it done quickly and more cheaply <laughs> uh which you know sets his bells ringing he's he's not having it um and that sort of triggers another onion appearance uh, right there. and i this this is the this is the appearance that is kind of this is the this for me it was the climax of the movie oh yeah it's about 15 minutes of some of oh the most God. insane shit i've ever seen in a movie uh you know it starts off in a hotel room uh i can't remember why they're in the hotel well that, i think that's just where the where the mafia song that that song wasn't very good either i think that's where they ended up after they sang and danced together <laughs> yeah yeah so they end up in this uh, in this hotel room and that's where she starts to see 
that Ambi is not always Ambi. And all of his personalities come out, including the one that wants to kill her for cheating the government. <laughs> and I, it, you know, it starts off and I really, this is, this is the first a moment where you see, um, Vikram acting for him, like with himself, because this is not, this is not even Ambi. You get, you get Remo and Anion dealing with each other, which was pretty cool. Um, and there's a great, uh, little switcheroo they do when Anion, he's fighting with himself. It's very fight club for a moment there. Um, but he throws himself out the window. Yes. Um, I guess it seems magical almost because he's actually flying through the air. It's not just like Edward Norton punching himself in the mouth. This no. is actually like flying, but he flies out of a window and I guess the, the, obviously the stunt man that just flew out the window on a wire is not going to be getting up immediately because he'll have a harness on him and stuff. But there's another guy right there as Anion gets back up and it, they did it, it. It looked really good. I thought it was really cool. Yeah, it was, it was pretty amazing. And at, at this point, uh, not that he realizes, Oh shit. And decides to leave. <laughs> so she gets in a, a car and bolts and Anion is not having it. And he, parkours his way down the building and decides that he's going to chase her to wherever she goes because he has to murder her um, in some horribly, you know, uh, ancient way. <laughs> Which leads and them to a dojo. The International Martial, martial Arts School. <laughs> Which is a dojo on a basketball court. That's like in a uh, high school. But, the, but their lobby's really nice. Their lobby is amazing. <laughs> they have, well, okay. This is where it starts to get very Matrix. Yes. And it, it lasts about, it's, it's probably a longer Kung Fu fight scene than the vast majority of Hong Kong Kung Fu fight scenes. This thing seems to go on forever. I loved it. <laughs> it, is, it is pretty fucking incredible. Um, <laughs> They found the one Asian living in Chennai and they put it in the movie as like the, <laughs> the sensei of this dojo with no, with no lines whatsoever. He just, no, there no lines. Hey, he's not, a, he's not, a, he's not credited as anything anywhere. There are oh, really, no, I tried to look that's, it up there. There are, funny. there are no non Indian names in the credits. Um, <laughs> and, but like, you can see if they, there are a lot of people, there are probably 40 or 50 other guys in like karate gi you know, just waiting to get their asses kicked. And you can see that there's some, 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 uh, Chinese and Asian actors in the yeah, mix, yeah. but there are a lot of other Indians in there as well. Right. And that's when, I don't know how they got through all this without getting their wires crossed because there must be so many wires in that room. <laughs> yeah. And the, I, I couldn't tell if they were, they, cause in, in robot, they used a lot of CG to do these multiple guys. Mm -hmm. Were they using all actors with like the huge group scenes where they would fly all off at the same time or not? Yeah. Those are all actors. Those wow. are all, those are all people. There might've been a dummy here or there, but I don't think that they Still, had advanced I mean, to the point that there were like digital people. in there. It looked really good. And mm -hmm. you know, I mean the, I mean, okay. It looked really good for a Tamil movie. It's again, it's the matrix probably has better special effects, but this is, I mean, it's, it's wild and they do a lot of the bullet time, like camera rotation and it's a little choppy, but it's still pretty cool. Um, the, uh, you know, and you have Nandini being in peril the whole time. Uh, and which is good because often when they do these kinds of movies, they, uh, 
they'll have the romance, what they call the romance track, and then the action track, and they don't meet. They they just kind of run parallel to each other. Right. So uh, it's it's I, I hate to say this because it sounds really misogynistic, but it's it's good when they actually involve the woman in the rest of the movie, so you don't feel like sure. you're watching two different films. And she is endangered a lot over and over again. Right. Um, but. Uh, in this particular scene, she gets to be part of the action as well. Like they're throwing her off the ledges, you know, practically setting her on fire. Uh, uh, dude, I love a martial arts school that trains with fire. They <laughs> I had, love the dudes. The dudes are punching into the bowls of fire. Most I amazing checkerboard their- fire pit in their in their lobby. <laughs> like no, it's not it's not their lobby. It's their locker room because they have lockers in there. Like they go in. Oh, okay, and okay. Lockers. Why would you have a fire pit in your locker room though? Well, you know, they they need to toughen up their feet. They just gotta, in case, I guess. Just in case. You never know when you're going to need one. <laughs> make, some, make some barbecue in yeah. one of the bowls, toughen up your feet, and then take a shower. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's a, it's a pretty amazing... It's, that scene is on YouTube. I've shared it a couple of times because it's just... Okay, okay, that's cool. The, that's and the, cool. one of the most ridiculous, like, team moves I've seen. Like, I don't know that how it thing. would work. <laughs> like, the... Uh, the the what, what's the multi-armed uh, Hindu god? There you go. I, I think it's Shiva. Yeah, it's one of those. They have there's the the sensei, the Asian dude in the middle, and then like six Indian guys just like latch themselves around him. They do the Shiva. Yeah, and then it's destroyed by like some spinning like Street Fighter two move. Uh, it's amazing. The M Bison like corkscrew. Yeah, that's that's what wow. it, it's pretty so good. Um. And then at this point, like two hours and 15 minutes or something in the movie, <laughs> find out, oh, this guy has multiple personality disorder because they send him. Spoiler to- alert. Yeah, finally goes to the doctor and the doctor diagnoses him. Uh, at which point, you know, all three of his personalities show up and the lighting changes for each one of them and the hairstyle changes. Uh, the hairstyle changes instantly. It's like it's shake your head and your hair's different. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty amazing. So that's pretty awesome. And I really, uh, I, that's the, that's the, uh, right around there is the, um, that the scene with the colorful buses that I thought it might've been my favorite song in the movie. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I like, I like those like scenes that take you completely out of what's going on, mm-hmm. especially when it's such a contrast between, you know, this weird 10 minute Kung Fu fire pit battle to like fields full of flowers and, you know, painted buses. Oh, and the, the, um, the, uh, we, we didn't mention the, actually the, the act, the, the actors with their feet actually on fire while they're fighting too. Yes. Very, very, uh, the protectors. So they, they, they do, they do have their influences and they show them on their sleeves because they figure that no one in India has actually seen any of these movies, (laughs) which is a fairly reasonable assumption for most people. So yeah, that point, at this point you're actually seeing, um, Vikram do, all three characters close together, which is, which was, that was the fun part. I mean, him, especially when he's being inter- quote unquote interrogated, yeah. uh, you know, flap, flap, uh, flapping, flashing back and forth between, uh, between Anion and, um, and Ambi just rapid fire was pretty, it, it, it was, it was, it was, you know, it made me smile. Like I said, it's not, it's not, uh, Oscar worthy, but it's, it's fun. It is very um, fun. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and then we come to, relatively quickly, they, they 
one of the things is they spend so much time setting it up, they realize that they're running out of film. You know, they're running out of time. <laughs> so they have to wrap everything up in like 30 minutes, yeah. which is a lot for, an, for a Hollywood movie. You could wrap a movie in, in, in 30 minutes, no problem in Hollywood. But if you spend two and a half hours, you know, setting everything up, <laughs> trying to like make it all come to a nice little ending in 30 minutes, makes things move pretty quickly. Right, right. And uh, so at this point, um, the most ridiculous thing, which we could probably say that for every 15 minutes of the movie, <laughs> but one of the most ridiculous things is, okay, they finally figure out, the cops do, that this Anion character, whoever it may be, is killing people for you know being douchebags. Yeah. And while he's killing people for being douchebags, he is killing people, so they have to do something about it. And... You know, well, it would be really tough to try and track this guy down since he only exists on the internet and, like, at crime scenes if he weren't having a press conference in a stadium. Uh, with some cool half-skull makeup. Yes, some amazing WWE-worthy makeup. <laughs> it was a, Oh, speaking of which, it was a total, like, WWE entrance. It was. Uh, it, 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 he had lighting. He had music. It was awesome. It was it was pretty amazing. So yeah, this serial killer holds a press conference in a stadium, <laughs> um, which is when he talks about how you know Singapore used to be shitty and now it's awesome. Japan used to be shitty and now it's awesome, and it used to be shitty and is still shitty, and <laughs> and it's all your faults, India. You know, yeah. everyone's like, yeah, this is when they start getting all patriotic about why are we why are we so shitty? Let's fix it. And then he shows some video of himself killing some other people that we didn't even know about. <laughs> like some dude who's not, he didn't break any rules. He's just lazy. He's just lazy. And he sells, he sells booze to cops. Yeah. And he get, yeah. <laughs> just a lazy guy. Just doesn't want to get a job. What does he do? He, 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 you know, leeches off his parents. Um, so he deserves to die. So then he murders him. Like, <laughs> He's, he kind of sounded like me when he said, uh, why are you taking a rest? He's like, I'm tired from my rest before. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then he, you know, so that happens. All, all this, you know, all the while you can see there are like dozens of cameras on him because this is a big broadcast live across, across the country. Uh, and our lovely inspector is playing, you know, acting as one of the cameramen um, and has the place surrounded, but no one approaches this guy. Like nope, they're just, just wait. Like, it's they're, 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 letting him show his snuff movies and they just figure they'll catch him on the way out. <laughs> and, uh, um, which I just fucking amazing. <laughs> one of my favorite parts of the movie is that they allow this guy to have a, you know, he must, their preparations go into those things. Like he would have had to rent it. We've had to set up the, the, the uh, audio visual equipment, which was apparently a 16 millimeter projector and like a regulation size screen. Cause it looked <laughs> tiny and it was square. Um, he had a he um he had a, a, a somebody to do his wardrobe. He had a new costume and makeup. He couldn't have done that makeup himself. Surely uh, someone know was there. He not he might have because he could change his hair that fast. So this he is, uh, this is it, true. it would have only taken him like five seconds to do the makeup. This is this is very true. <laughs> so yeah, the, the part that kind of related to that that made me laugh was when they find Ambi's hidden stash in the closet of uh hair bleach and HTML <laughs> manuals. <laughs> It's <laughs> amazing. Uh, kind of related to the press conference, but yeah, yeah hiding hiding it funny. from himself. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, and the police have a master Photoshop photoshopper on their staff. Um, Swipe away makeup, yeah. They're, they're just like, okay, just remove his hair and uh, take the makeup off. And like the dude uses one tool and clicks a few times, and all of a sudden there's no hair in his face and uh, no makeup. <laughs> it was yeah, cool. you know, it, it, it cracks me up because I, I used to work in photography, and uh, every time I would watch one of those like CSI-type shows, they're always just like, enhance. Enhance. And so it just presses a button, all of a sudden... Eight pixels, the pixels turns disappear. Into the, yes, turns into like the Mona Lisa, <laughs> and you can see these people's like nose hairs. Uh, yeah. It's the same kind of idea. Yeah, they just haven't they haven't gotten the enhanced button yet. They have the enhanced brush in India, apparently. In Indian Photoshop. So they finally track. They finally get oh, their hands on Ani. Um, at which point, uh, Inspector, who has a personal relationship with a very close relationship with one of the murder victims Mm -hmm. um, finally gets a chance to essentially beat the shit out of the guy that he's been trying to beat the shit out of for who knows (laughs) who, how fucked up were his torture devices looking, man? Yeah. Yeah. They they don't, don't they don't fuck. I don't know if the, I don't know if those were in that Sanskrit manual also, (laughs) but Jesus Christ. I mean, there's like, he's got this whip that looks like it has barbed wire on the end of it. Oh, and yeah. He's got this bat that looks like, you know, anybody that's seen wrestling, uh, barbed wire bats in, in wrestling, they take a bat and they kind of wrap it around a few times. This was like a giant, like wad of, <laughs> of, yeah. uh, of barbed wire with a handle that stuck out. And, uh, it's amazing to me that in these movies, they'll show a dude getting the skin ripped off of his back with a, with barbed wire, mm-hmm. but they won't, they won't show two people kissing on the mouth. <laughs> I know. It's pretty amazing what they will get away with and, yeah. and won't. Um, so anyway, we get yet another fight scene um, that's pretty amazing uh, that takes place as, again, the uh, Anion Remo. Or not, it's just Anion and Omni this time. Um, yeah, Remo's kind of... he. Well, there's He's a, just there for the ladies. And when there are no ladies in the room, there's no need for Remo. Well, he also he also kind of gets pushed away. Yeah, and I, I, we won't say exactly what happens, but yeah, he there's a reason that he's kind of like side side. Which I guess if you think about it, that character was kind of a. I guess they needed it to be still like have the romance in it because yeah. what's her face was not Nandini was not ex- really interested in Ambi, but if his parts were cut out completely, the movie would still make complete sense. Yes. Yeah. But you wouldn't get the lines, my body is like algebra, I am like... <laughs> and you wouldn't have gotten anybody doing the yo-yo. So. No. So there are pros and cons. Yes. Yeah. Cons. yeah. Um, so this, apparently, uh, from what you were saying before, when you were when you were downloading the movie, this is kind of the scene that you saw some ice rolling across the floor yes yes and uh the the technology to freeze salt water instantaneously i need to find this figure out what this technology is because it's pretty amazing it is pretty amazing yes they they decide to torture him after having you know messed up a little bit with one of the barbed wire cover implements who knows which one <laughs> and so he's got some cuts and they toss him into a, a shower that's been filled with salt water sucks right that's the worst <laughs> oh it burns oh. yeah <laughs> Which he then freezes again. Salt water freezing instantaneously. Pretty amazing. That doesn't even happen in the Arctic. <laughs> no. Um. And so, at some point during, the, and he is uh, 
this is Ambi who has been yes. tortured because Ambi, being the innocent in all this, hasn't committed any crimes. It's all Anion. It, and the thing is about the so movie confusing. is it is it sounds <laughs> it makes more sense when you watch it for three hours. Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, Anion and Remo both know about Ambi and pity him. Ambi yes. has no idea about these other two people. <laughs> Apparently he, and we don't even find this out till later that he's like, I get a headache and then I pass out and I, I wake up in somebody else's clothes. <laughs> like that, that's all he that knows. Happens. Yeah. I hate when that happens. And, uh, so the cop beats the crap out of Ambi and then Anion wakes up and does some pretty decent wrestling moves. There's a suplex in there. Yeah. Pretty good suplex in there. Um, but he hung on to the neck too. It was like a yeah. suplex neck breaker. It was pretty amazing. So yeah, that last, uh, and that's one of those scenes where you can very much tell, uh, that the actors have been replaced by stunt people because Prakash yeah. Raj, the, and the investigators, he's a, he's a portly gentleman. Um, <laughs> but the man being thrown across the room is not so portly. No, no. And all of the action sequences that Vikram is supposed to be doing are done as Anion and, we mentioned this before, but Anion always has his hair in his face. So it's very yeah, easy yeah. to disguise what he's doing. Um, now, whoever his fight double was was pretty good. I was trying to look uh, that up so hard. I could not find it anywhere. Yeah, Maybe it's he, the random Asian guy. He was pretty dojo. good. He, he was doing flips and all kinds of shit in there, especially the dojo fight. Yeah, that was yeah. that was some cool shit. That might have been Peter Hind, the, uh, the action director. Okay. He mentioned, actually, that when he was doing, I think when he was doing Robot, when he was action directing Robot, he broke 14 bones Ooh. <laughs> during that shoot. Yikes. Yeah. And he couldn't get wait to get couldn't wait to get back. <laughs> yeah. I, I broke one I broke I broke one bone twice in seventh and then in eighth grade, and I hope I never do it again. I will yeah. <laughs> Pussy. Yeah, I know. That's why I don't make the big Tamil bucks. Yeah. Leave the rupees to someone else. Cool. And uh I mean this uh it does. It does. It feels like it. It feels like it cuts off a little early. The movie does. Uh, they they have to wrap it up. It's kind of like in Avengers, if um, the the fights between all the members happened by like two hours five, and then they had to finish by two and a half hours. Yes, yeah. <laughs> they had to do the whole invasion thing in twenty minutes. Um, but you know, they as as my per as my usual uh, critique of these if they were edited, it's slightly different. I think they could flow a lot better. And then and this probably works for this too. If you edited this down to like two hours, you could probably have an um, even more amazing movie. Yeah. Keep all the fight scenes in, get rid of some of the, the exposition early on. Um, well, yeah. And it's one of the problems. One of the things that I do, um, in addition to, uh, the, the writing is I'm trying really, really hard to get the Indian film seen by people who are not Indian because the yeah. vast, majority of them never see the light of day. And so I started programming for film festivals or, you know, uh, helping out with film festivals. And one of the things that I'm trying to figure out is, you know, film festivals have slots and their slots are two hours long or two and a half hours long. If you've got a prestige film and trying to, trying to, you know, sell them on a two and a half hour or three hour movie is damn near impossible. Yeah, and, uh, with, and when when you have a three hour, when you have a even a two and a half hour, or like even with Singham that was only two twenty, yeah. you still need near near three just for the intermission because 
you know, especially yeah, and, well, for example, people... with with Ega, I know, I know, uh, uh, I've talked my ass off about Ega for you know two years now, mm-hmm. and it was my mission. Like it was the that was the reason I I wanted to start helping program films was to get that movie in front of people, and it it took them cutting about 25 minutes out of the movie uh, for, for film festivals to take, to take notice of it. Uh, and a couple of them showed the long version, but, and I vastly prefer the long version, but you know, I, I, there's some really cool stuff they had to cut out of that in order to get it to play at mm-hmm. fantastic fest, for example, or midnight madness in, in Toronto and, you know, all these other film festivals that I, you know, sort of nudged to, to get the movie scene. And sure. so trying to get other movies that I think would be amazing that I think genre film fans would just absolutely love. It's really hard to get them on, on festival screens because they're not willing to, to put, you know, a three and a half hour slot open for one movie. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's a different, it's a different movie experience. It's not, yeah. you know, they the movies a lot. I mean, there's, all different genres represented a lot of the times in, in these movies at once. Um, they appease, they can a- appeal to lots of different people at once, but it's more, uh, you know, and I've said this on our show before, uh, on our show before that's, it's, it's more, uh, it's more a, an experience of, you know, going with your friends and, you know, have experience in that intermission and everybody's laughing together. And, and I never, I've never seen it really in, uh, American movies so much, but with Telugu movies in particular, just an actor's name comes up on the screen in the credits, and everybody starts like uh, they throw balls of paper and cheer. Oh yeah, and, I and, I, uh, yeah. I have a story. I went to go see Cameraman Ganga Thorambabu from <laughs> uh, a few years ago. It was a yeah. Pawan Kalyan movie. It's like big shot, one of the bigger stars in, uh, for the NRIs, the the, the non-resident Indian audiences uh-huh. outside of. The country and i went to see it on the first night and i was like i know telugu movies don't have subtitles they just don't i mean and they've started to yeah. once or twice and i've been begging them to for years because you know i need subtitles um but what this was, one had what no was subs. The, what was the one with the dude that uh he time travels <laughs> sorry go ahead he, he time travels he wakes up and it's like this sword and sandals movie when he wakes up um, it was a Telugu movie from uh, probably three, four years ago. Oh, that one, that, that was one of the first subtitled ones I even saw. There um, was, uh, was it Magadira? The, was yeah, it? Mag- that's it. Magadira. That one's amazing. Yeah. I love that movie. Um, but I went to go see this movie with Macaulay and I couldn't hear anything for the first 25 minutes because, <laughs> and the, the hilarious thing was that there must've been a new manager at the theater that night because, what typically happens, at least at my theater, with these big opening night, big opening night films, is that they'll bring like newspapers in, and they'll just start tearing them, yep. like for the first half hour before the movie starts, just tearing newspaper, you know, to make confetti, and um, and so the new manager walks in and sees this happening, was like, comes back with a trash bag, <laughs> she's like, you're not messing up my theater. Everyone, and she had went around with like ushers from the theater who were like, "Are you sure this is what we should be doing?" She's like, "Yeah, they're gonna mess it up." And then the like the big shot manager was like, "Oh, fucking woman, you don't know what you're talking about," and made her <laughs> give back all the confetti these people had made so they could destroy the theater in a proper fashion. Um, so yeah, and and Indian films, uh, the South Indian ones, Tamil and Telugu films, 
have that. Like if it's a certain actor, when their name comes up on the screen, the crowd explodes. You know, the first time they show up on the screen, the crowd explodes. If they have a particularly pithy line, the crowd explodes. It's the most amazing, like interactive film experience that you can have. And it's something that, you know, if it were in a Hollywood film, you'd have everyone next to you shushing you. Yeah. Uh, But it's a completely different dynamic. And it's one of the, the main reasons that I'll pay a little bit extra to go see these movies in the theater because it's worth it for the, the experience. Yep, yep. That you just don't get. Cool. Let's uh, let's let's rate this. Um, if uh, if you didn't know, we just we do like gentleman's guide. We don't do MVT and all that stuff. We just kind of, you know, give your highlights and give a score from one to ten. Um, and I'll let you, I'll let you lead off here. All right. Well, the highlight of the film is it's the the main kung fu in the dojo can't yeah. really that's everything sort of builds up to that you see a little bit of action here and there uh, but nothing like this protracted like bizarrely long you know fire pit weird bullet time <laughs> matrix thing um that's it's it's pretty insane and i personally i love the songs in the film just because the lyrics are so ridiculous um, yeah they, they luckily they uh they do subtitle the songs so um, they are they are laugh worthy. They are hilarious. Uh, it's not my favorite movie, but it's one I don't think it's. I've seen other films kind of like this getting some play, like on on uh, American blogs, as like look at this goofy shit. Mm-hmm. But I don't think this one gets enough look at this goofy shit um, <laughs> because it's, it there's some, there's some pretty goofy shit in this movie. It's it's a really fun one. It starts off slow. Um, yeah. Oh, sorry, guy. What was your what was your score for it? I'm gonna give it about I'll say seven point seven. Okay, I, I'm gonna say I'm right there with you. I'd say seven point five. Um, like I was saying, Vikram I liked a lot. I thought he was cool. Some of the other characters are a little. I, I, Nandini did not impress me all that much. And you know, I when I went back and watched it, I was thinking like, has Nandini been in anything else? And really, nothing of note. She's yeah, not. She's she's a placeholder. She's, she's attractive, but she does. She's not like. I don't know. It's like she doesn't command the screen. Like you don't, you're not blown away by anything that that character does at all. And really, a, a lot of the characters are. It's all. This is the the Vikram show. Yeah. Um. And but it's wild. It's fun. And um. I had a lot of fun with it. So yeah. And I, I give it. I give it a seven point five. I'm right there with you. Um. It's a solid movie. Just just know you're getting into uh, three hours. So <laughs> give yourself some time. And don't try and settle into any sort of group because it's going to throw you off very quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, cool. Uh, do you have anything uh, that you'd like to plug here? I know we talked about what you did at the beginning, but do you have anything coming up that you want to talk about? Um, no, um, just keep reading Twitch. I'll keep writing. So cool. And uh, do they have any particular website they can or link they can go to to find you there, or just a search in general? Um, you can go at the very top of the page. There's a link that says "Leading Voices in Global Cinema." We all have our own pages there, so you can just click that. There you go. And um, so I am planning on getting the Sholay show in next week, and uh, and we're going to try to get Josh back again. Um, I've learned something this week that surprised me, that not only is this Dr. Zom's uh, introduction to Bollywood, Josh has never seen Sholay, our, our resident... Indian film expert has never seen the Indian film. So, yes. <laughs> kind of so embarrassing. I'm, I'm really, I'm really curious now to hear what both of you have to say about it. So we're going to try our best to get it in next week when, when Zom finishes buying his, uh, buying his speedos and taking his Brazilian tour. So 
I don't want to take a tour of his Brazilian, but I'll talk about it <laughs> with you guys when we get back. Cool. And we're going to still save the feedback until until Zom's back. And um, so I guess that's about it for this week. Uh, thank you very much for coming on today. I really appreciate it. Um, short notice and all. And thank you for programming the show. My pleasure. And um, I guess until next time, we do say oot. So this is Loaf Oot. Josh Oot. Bye.